Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. What's up? This is the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, and you're in the room with Brady Hicks. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network on VOCNation.com. Brady Hicks here. We're just weeks away from the drunken episode, uh, 21 days to be exact, and I couldn't be more excited. But that's not tonight. Tonight we're going to have a total sober discussion. We're going to have a great time doing it. Uh, as I said, my name is Brady Hicks. Joining me as always, we have the lovely Kathy Fitz. What's going on, Kathy? Are you sober all sober? Wow. No, but I'm not going to go about <laughs> drug testing everybody. <laughs> How you doing? Good. That was a really kind of sobering music to start with. I probably would have been better picking something else, but uh, it's all good. Uh, we also have... Uh, no, 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 no. I like good music. Uh, we're also going to welcome on Matt Grimm. What's going on, Matt? Uh, here we are. Another Tuesday night, Brady. <laughs> back back again. Here we are. It's so hard to believe that I used to be a wrestling fan. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still want it. You know, I want it so good. But. There's so much I want to talk about tonight, but I think, for me, like, it comes down to 
what's missing? I don't even think you can say that stars are missing anymore because I think that the two companies have done a pretty good job of developing, like, top-tier talent. I, I, I don't think that stars are the problem, but something is still missing. It, it's just not... It's just not the wrestling that I had 20 years ago, 30 years ago. It, it's, it's, it's not the same. 35, 40 years ago. I, I don't know. Is it going to be one of those depressing kind of shows? Maybe, but... Well, I hope not. I, I, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. It sounded like it. <laughs> what, what's missing? Are the pay-per-views too much? You know, is it... Is it I, I, I mean, for me, I think it, it all comes down to just too much content, again. You know, it's really easy to enjoy wrestling when it only comes once a week. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to daily. <laughs> Not like Kathy, who surrounds herself with it 24-7. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, we're, oh, so it's going to be an interesting night, I can tell. Yeah, go ahead. Anthony Green, Anthony Green said hi. <laughs> Hello to him. we got to get him back on the show. I always liked him. He's a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. Very cool. Uh, yeah, so 914-338-1885 is the number to, uh, to call in tonight. And, uh, yeah, like I said, we'll have some fun with it. Um, we're going to just kind of free ball it tonight, right? And uh, in the 10 o'clock hour, Australia will be joining us in a little bit too, I think. And then in the 10 o'clock hour, we're going to have a very special guest calling in. Uh, and so, but I'm not going to say anything about him. We're going to, we're going to just kind of just, just ride the, uh, the momentum of no doubt will be an energy filled second hour as well. Um, yeah, if we make it that far, because we're about, really about five minutes into the show, and I'm already about tapped. <laughs> uh, uh, we got a long way to go, Brady. Yeah. Wait, okay, so so Matt, I've given you a couple minutes to think while I rambled. Uh, what what's missing in wrestling today? Uh, I, I think honestly, it's it's. I don't think it's that there is a lack of people out there who could be stars, I think the machinations of the way WWE is run is that it's not run the way that it was 20, 25 years ago that allows people to break out as stars. Um, yeah. And I think in a way that, that probably protects the company from having somebody, you know, walk and go to another company um, or, or start to feel like they're bigger than the promotion. But, Honestly, like that's that's what that's what makes the product interesting. I mean, I feel like the closest that you have right now is Roman Reigns, who I think is pretty unquestionably a star at this point. Um, yeah, and has entered finally into that that realm where normally you only say names like you know Cena, Rock, Austin, Hogan. Um, so I think he's broken into that that realm now. But when you think of how yeah. many other guys in WWE could be a bigger deal, like why is Drew McIntyre not right up there? Um, especially because yeah. Reigns is a heel, and like the top babyface in the company should be Drew McIntyre. 
Um, right. It's just I, the machinery isn't there to, to support that. It's overexposed. It, it, I mean, I, I believe that. Uh, I mean, that you, you said Drew McIntyre. I could probably give you five or ten names that, like, should be, should be top guys and just aren't, you know? Yeah. Um, you say Roman Reigns, and you equate him with, like, John Cena, The Rock, that kind of stuff. Um, I would definitely say closer to John Cena. I don't think anybody has gotten to the level that Stone Cold or The Rock has or Hulk Hogan. That's your big three, basically. Those would be um, the big three. I think Reigns is on his yeah. way to making a case for that, yeah. um, to joining their ranks, certainly. I, I, I do, too. I do, too. Uh, I, I've got him with Bret Hart, Randy Savage, that next tier down. You That's think so? where I've got him right now. Okay. I do. I do. Yeah. I think so. I think so. But with that said, I think he's the only one that I would kind of equate with all them. You know? Um, I think there's a lot that are on the cusp that could do good things, like Cody or uh, Sami Zayn more recently. Um, Probably Seth Rollins, maybe. But on the whole, it's it's just a whole lot of just parody and just middle of the road. Yeah, and I think Seth is a tough case because his character has been so poorly defined since the Shield originally yeah. split up. That like I think, I mean the the current version of him, which is some weird combination of the Riddler and the Joker, um, <laughs> is probably the best right. thing that he's done. But it's like it, it almost feels like it's ten years too late at this point, you know, I'm just afraid that... It's the most interactive, yeah. It's the most interactive, and I mean, like, sure, the people, like, hum along with his song when he comes down, but it's like, what for? Like, like, what's what's the substance here with this guy? Um, Not as a wrestler, but as a character, and he's, I don't think he's ever really firmly found his footing in that realm post-Shield. Um... I mean, who else is that? Are we only focusing on WWE guys right now? I mean, I'd be open to to, to extend the discussion. I I feel like most of AEW would be in the realm of Seth Rollins if they were in WWE. Like, I I feel like they're on about that. There's a whole lot more of them that are like upper tier guys, not the top but upper-tier guys, but I don't feel like they have that Roman Reigns. I think the closest that they've honestly come was when they were doing Kenny Omega stuff. Yeah, I I think that, like, was it last year that Kenny won the PWI number one spot for the year? I believe so. I believe so, yeah. I think it was last year. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, that year was like, well, Kenny, it's Kenny and Roman. One of them is going to be number one, and one of them is going to be number two. Um, right. And, yeah, I mean, last year, personally, I probably would also have given the edge to Omega over Reigns. Certainly not this year. Part of that's because Kenny was gone for nine months with an injury. Been hurt. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Kenny is probably the closest that they've, they've come to when he was doing his whole um, 
in, in the only usage in AEW where I did not feel that the presence of an abundance of titles was a problem when he was doing his belt collector gimmick, and it was just obnoxious right. of him to come out every week with like four title belts from different companies, and because there it, it served a purpose, it was rubbing it in people's faces how good he was. Um, yeah. And it's you know yeah it's yeah he's the closest maybe MJF is starting to get somewhere with that. Um, yes. Yes. I think, I, yeah. I think absolutely. Moxley has equipped. And we can come back to any of these. I mean, the only other one that I want to mention is Moxley, um, who I think has majorly stepped up his game since leaving WWE and is practically a different wrestler now than he was when he was Dean Ambrose. Um, and I mean, yeah. like, all in positive ways. But, yeah, yeah, I would say it's it's those guys, and that's that's about it. I, you know, and, and to their credit, and because and, it sounded probably before like I was kind of trashing AEW, uh, to their credit, it's a lot harder to get over when you're on television every single week. It's a lot yeah. harder because people do, yep. there's the fatigue factor that Roman Reigns, say what you will about him, um, and, and it just kind of came out this week, uh, Roman Reigns only wrestled 10 times this year. Wow. Yeah. Ten times yeah. in, in, in 12 months or 11 and a half months or whatever you want to say. Well, when you, uh, when you, re- when you renegotiate your contract and the company yeah. says yes, what, what are you supposed to do? Here's are you the supposed thing. to walk away from that? It's, yeah, but here's the thing. Like, it's the same as like Brock Lesnar and that like has he really achieved this great level or do people just feel like he's special – because he never shows up, and when he does, he destroys everybody. I mean, it's like the, Roman Reigns didn't. Roman Reigns didn't feel too special two years ago. Well, he was gone two years, three years ago. Yeah, yeah. But do you think part of that also has to do with like when he came back, the change in attitude, the different way of carrying himself, yes. like? The talking to himself when he was in the ring, or or, or yeah. jaw jacking with his opponent, like he was he was a he different guy cool. when he came back. He yeah, became he cool. became cool. Right. But even though he was a jerk, he's the kind of guy that you would like, you know, want to hang out with and and have a beer with. Right. And you know, that's yeah. They made him cool, or they let him be cool, whatever whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we're going to bring on Stro Maestro now. Stro, we're talking about um, <laughs> before. Well, before we talk about what we're talking about, how are you doing? Oh, yeah, great to be here with you all. Uh, yeah, sorry, it's a little <laughs> yeah. late to the party. I'm glad to be here. Sorry if you were waiting a little bit. I I didn't have that screen open, so I I just noticed that you were on hold. Um, yeah, we're, we're we're talking about like well, we started out talking about like what. What's different about wrestling from when we were younger and really used to enjoy it? And it kind of evolved into, like, who are the top stars and why are they the top stars? You know, and and we're kind of in agreement that, like, Roman Reigns is, like, far and away the top guy right now. Even though he only wrestled ten times in the last year. And I think that's because he hasn't been overexposed. I think if he were on every show, 
I think people probably would be tired of him, and he probably would have lost the title by now. I, you know, I, I really tend to agree because, I mean, even um, back in the day with the territories, you know, when the world champion would come to a different territory, you know, it would be a novelty, more of a novelty, if you will, than it, per se, because it wasn't every day that the world champion would come by and defend the title against the top guy of that territory. So, I mean, I mean, I, I think that same philosophy is what helped Roman get to where he is at right now is the fact that, you know, he he's not on every show, like you said, but when he does show up, you know, with the bloodline and everything, it's uh, something special. He's got like that Undertaker slash Brock Lesnar feel to him. That's right. what it is, and you I, know? I think, you I know if, doing that. if they come out, it's special. Right, and I see them doing that a little bit with MJF now where, you know, yeah. MJF is not on on every week, but when he does show up, I mean, like the, the angle he did with Regal um, last week, I mean, it's much talked about, so. Yeah, and and Matt, you brought up MJF, like, I feel like, and, and, and like, when he started doing his shtick, when I first saw him, I thought, oh, big deal, he's just like, he's just your run-of-the-mouth heel, you know, and um, what he's doing, and he's very good at it, is like, Riding that line between, like, turning on the fans that are embracing him, while at the same, like, he's not turning on the fans that are embracing him, but at the same time, he's not losing that edge that kind of has gotten him to this point. He's doing a really good job of just kind of, like, staying true to himself while, like, people are slowly starting to cheer him. I think he's like, honestly, I, I think he's probably going to be the biggest star in like five years, unless something happens. Yeah, I, I wonder. Um, you know, there are times when I'm not sure, like his in-ring ability is is on the level of a lot of the guys who are around him in the company that he's in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it also might not need to be because his personality can carry so much of what he does. And, you know, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm assuming you're going to agree with what I'm about to say. It's not all about your technical ability as a wrestler because if you go back to just – I hate to always use the attitude era as an example – that wasn't mm-hmm. really, generally speaking, the best wrestling of any era, but the personalities of the people tended to be stronger than they are now. So right. that's really what people kept tuning in to see. And that's what makes MJF special in AEW, I think. It's because, like, he's he's different. He's not Kenny Omega, you know? He's not even Chris Jericho. But he stands no. out. He makes you look. He makes you care. If you're like exactly. me, he makes you laugh. He makes me laugh every week. I think it's hilarious. I So many things he says that I think. Uh, <laughs> tell me you never wanted to take brass knucks and just hit somebody on the back of the head. Come on. <laughs> you love that. The whole, the whole segment was amazing. I mean, and the whole time MJF talking, 
Uh, William Regal's yeah. facial expression pretty much told the story throughout. <laughs> yeah, he looked yeah. uncomfortable. I, I, I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> I thought it was funny, too, because, like, Regal is so big. Like, he never struck me as big in WWE, but when you see him in there with, like, for example, MJF, he's not a small guy, but compared to Regal, like, Regal's, like, old school big, you know, like, from a time when everybody was huge, and, like, I just kept thinking, thank God he connected with those brass knucks, or Regal would have killed him. <laughs> yeah. He'd have stretched him. That guy's a hooker. That's what I'm saying. He's a hooker. Don't want to encounter him in the alley, Kathy. That hooker. <laughs> you need to stop, okay? There's, 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 there's things like if, if uh, you know, if there was like, I remember hearing a while back, if, if there was like a real fight that broke out, you definitely want guys like Regal and Haku and Finley in your corner. <laughs> yeah. Can, I, can you imagine? Takes Goldberg hmm. down with a front face lock. I'd love to take Goldberg down with a front face lock. Am I going to try it? No. <laughs> I'd love to, though. <laughs> I would have loved to see, like a like, a Royal Rumble. Where, like, Goldberg is supposed to eliminate Regal, and Regal just, like, basically ties him up and, like, lifts him over. It would have been amazing. That would have been pretty cool to see, actually. It would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly felt like WCW would have been even bigger if they started televising a lot of their backstage fights. Yeah, funny. Funny story, you know. oh, there was a bad stage fight. Uh, Malenko yeah. and I just uh, came out of catering, and we noticed it, 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 it was quickly broken up, right? But uh, mm-hmm. after the fight, <coughs> Bobby Heenan was uh, picking up the money that they dropped off the floor, right? And uh, I was like, Bobby, what are you doing? And he's like, hey, I just got a race tonight. The fights in the back here are better than the ones we put out in the... Rena. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I um that's funny. I was just watching um the night that Gorilla Monsoon kicked Bobby Heenan out of the WWF. It was on it was on YouTube the other night. <laughs> it's like this is amazing. Cuz he totally just like bitched him out. He just like came he grabbed him by the back of the neck and he escorted him out of the arena. After like eight <laughs> years of like working together as broadcasters, he just kicked him out. <laughs> like I've had enough of you. <laughs> Imagine if I just picked up Ratboy by the back of the neck and just said, "You're done." No more Seven Elevens. No more Seven Elevens. I won't do that to you, Ratboy. <laughs> but that was great. It was like such a great end. Like the guy's leaving the territory, right? So what do we do? Mm-hmm. We have his fellow announcer come out and physically remove him from the building. I remember, like, as a fan, thinking, like, "Oh God, he's gonna like be sneaking in next week and drag again." 
Never happened. He, he went to WCW where where their announcers aren't bullies. At least they weren't at the time. <laughs> I thought it was great. And, and to see Vince McMahon's reaction, like he had no idea what was going on when Gorilla did that. Like, really? You guys didn't have a meeting about that ahead of time? Today, Vince would have telegraphed it. That's what made wrestling great, Matt. <laughs> because yeah. even if it was yeah. ridiculous, you could share a good laugh about it. It wasn't terrible. Right. Right. Not everything was, <laughs> you know, overly serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the time that, like, the Ultimate Warrior literally chased Brother Love out of WWE. I don't even know how it happened. They got into fights, like, every time he interviewed them, but that particular night... The Warriors started destroying the set, and Brother Love ran away. <laughs> and he was gone for like and 25 years. And it was enough. <laughs> Wish it would have kept Bruce Pitchard away. No, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to the phones. We'll bring on Rat Boy. That'll be fun. What's going on, Rat Boy? How What's you doing, going homie? on? Okay. I'm going to say something, okay? And don't get mad at me. None of you. Depends right. on what you're going to say. Uh, all right. Two famous words right here on the VOC Nation around this time of year. We all going to say, Candy Cane. <laughs> candy Cane. He's trying to goad me into playing Candy Cane. I'm not going to do it. Well, you got it. You got it rough me. Candy Cane. No, really. You know what's missing? You got it off me. Yeah. You know what's missing out of the WWE? Candy Cane. <laughs> You know, I'm a hopeless shill. You know what's missing now in yeah. the WWE? You want me to tell you? Yes. Yes. I'm going to say Saturday morning restaurant. Put it back on. See, but that was good, but that wasn't necessarily a great show. It was just something to watch to get you excited. <laughs> And when you're 12, like, you have a, a much better, like, you don't get bored of it that's, as easy. That's what they're missing. Okay. Rappo, you really want more content, though, like, on Saturday? Yeah, we want more I mean, literally, it's the only Saturday. day of the week that they don't have shows. It is the only day of the week that they don't have shows. Right, Saturday. Or bring back like, Saturday main event. Be like watching Velocity and we start coming. Yeah. <laughs> How about like all American wrestling on Sunday morning? Like it's just you're right. You're, Rat Boy just proved my point, Matt. Yes, they were overexposed back then too. But if you missed, if you missed um, whatever the Saturday morning one was about superstars or whatever, um, superstars. You didn't. If you if you missed superstars on Saturday morning. 
you could catch another show. Well, first of all, it was the only show that was on at the time, except for like prime time and the Monday night. But like, if you missed Superstars on Saturday morning, you weren't missing a damn thing. It was really just purely right. for kids that couldn't stay up late. Yeah, yeah. In fact, they reran a lot of the matches. It's like a Trix commercial. Silly Rabbit Trix are for kids. Yeah, because yeah. we're on that. We're on that. Okay. I get. To, I, I, I get. I get. I used to get it on two stations. I used to pick up from Philadelphia station. Mm-hmm. And I used to go right to, uh, you know, and after that goes off, I tune into the New York station and they show it then. Back to back restaurants. Yeah. On two different stations. You know. You know what I do miss if we're talking content. I miss the old MSG shows. They used to air them and Prism. Like, they yeah. used to air oh, them be. and the Spectrum shows. Yeah. Yep. MSG was always so cool because, like, first of all, they used the boxing microphone. Second of all, instead of the ropes being red, white, and blue, they were always blue, white, and red in Madison Square Garden, which was cool. Now they're like the what? same on every show. Can I tell you what? That was the first station I turned into. Okay, on Channel 9, it was Superfly Snooker doing, you know, slamming uh, Don Morocco in a steel cage. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the good old days. They were good good old days. So your answer is that WWE needs more content. To feel like it used yeah. to. Yeah, couldn't work restaurant on okay. TV. Okay. You know, because what it is that, yeah. what it is that, who's going to sit there for three hours on USA, watch the show, and they got kids, and the kids want to see, look, so, kids, you got to go to bed at 10 o'clock. Forget the last hour, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They should put more restaurant on Saturday morning for the kids. What I do think they should do is make Friday night like the kids' show, and then Monday night more like adult. Because who's home on Friday night watching TV anyway? It's kids. Yeah, now, Monday night was perfect for like the more edgy adult stuff. That's what I think mm-hmm. they should do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but did you watch it last night? Yeah. Did you watch it last night? And it was, yes. And what your name? We almost said the uh, the F word. Yeah. You know that. Uh, 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 you know it was good last night. Put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it was now, okay. Now, now. But I, now I, I can see. Hold on. I used to get hold on, hold on. I used to get excited okay. about wrestling, and I had to watch it when it aired. Now I DVR wrestling, and I watch it while I'm working from home. Yeah. Because I would be bored to death to sit down and watch television, like wrestling. I would be asleep in like ten minutes if I didn't have something else to occupy my mind. Hey, same here. Same here. I'm watching my yeah, restaurant and I'm the drop machine at the same time. Okay, well, there you go. 
There you go. Yeah. Who is like having a conversation in the background, Rat Boy? There's nobody here except for me and the cat. Oh, okay. Let's All right. Let's All right. Yeah, but but now now Must I can see. Not not now. I'm going to predict something that might happen at WrestleMania. Okay. It's going to be Bailey. It's going to be Bailey versus Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I don't think so. Uh, huh? I don't think so. Or you could pit three and three at WrestleMania. Three Becky and three? Lynch with Sasha, yes. Damage Control versus Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, and Naomi. Yeah, I'm not feeling that either. No, and the show after uh, Raw one out there, the, 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 the far stuff, I just got to go. Mm-hmm. That is too boring. Let me ask you, Ratboy, with your plan for WrestleMania, who's Ronda Rousey fighting? You ready for this one? Well, that's why I asked. I wouldn't have asked there. Charlotte Flair. He just fought her last Woo-hoo. year. They fought like eight times huh? last year. I don't want to see that again. Everybody, they've fought so many times. Well, she's due to come back. I don't. I know, but I don't want to force that match just because she's coming back. People will be wondering well, it might happen. again. That might happen. I hope not. Thank God you're not the booker. Yeah, right? Yeah, thank That's you. That's a shame. That's a shame. I should be. Thank heaven for small favors. Yeah. I've been back Charlotte Fair and Ronda Rousey in a steel cage match. In a steel cage match. Okay. All right. How about a kennel dog from hell match? No. That was fun. That no. was a fun time. Well, maybe maybe, maybe they will go. Dog crapping on the floor. Different. Something different. <laughs> How about a bulldog strat match? A bulldog strat match. So you want the girls to have? You want the girls to have a strat match? Yeah. Okay. All right. They had choice. that yet. They didn't have that yet. No, they never had a strat match. Now, nope. would you like to watch the girls in a strat match? <laughs> Not really. I heard it as I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Why you don't you want to see the girls in bikinis and all and getting whipped? Boy, that would be fun. Getting the strap. They get the yeah. strap on their arms and yeah, sounds like fun. Yeah, they can put that on Saturday morning just for you. Hey, I gotta tell you something. Since that pick got sure. uh, picture back up, I got three parties I gotta attend to, as you know. Okay. That's cool, man. All right, and guess what? And guess yeah. what? Parties are happening right here in my in my building. Wow. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I got I got a dinner party to do on the 17th. I got the building uh-huh. party on the 22nd. Plus, on the 24th, I'll be doing a breakfast party, as you know. 
Hmm. Three parties in, in one building. I don't have to go nowhere. Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Anything okay, else, well, That's it. I just want to say you all have a good week and make sure you check on those candy canes. All right. Love you, brother. Thanks for calling in. Bye-bye. There you go. <laughs> right. Cool. Uh, I don't like Rap Boy's WrestleMania plans, and I'm really glad that he's not booking that show. Um, yeah, that sounds horrible. Like I know Becky and Bailey haven't fought a whole lot, but that's just not a WrestleMania match. No. No. I'll be disappointed if that's what it is. <laughs> I I see more like. Damage control turns on Bailey and she gets a partner and challenges them. Like, I could see something like that. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. I'm just not feeling it, basically. I, honestly, I feel like damage control has really kind of fallen flat. And I like all three of them, but something about them together just isn't really working. I just it feels thrown together. They're like what's what's the connective tissue holding this group together? I couldn't tell mm-hmm. you what yeah. it is. Triple H is. Yeah. He's the one holding it together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like I don't know, like it felt special when they started it. But now we're to the point where they debut somebody new every week on Raw and every week on SmackDown and a lot of times they're women, so like it's not as special. You know, I'm I'm kind of yeah. getting that same vibe about Judgment Day, honestly. It just, I don't know. About Judgment Day? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, if, and I'm not saying I want this to happen, right? But if Finn Balor and um, Punisher Martinez, um, whatever they call it, Damian Priest, if Finn Balor and Damian Priest got let go tomorrow, and nobody knew about it. I don't know that anyone would notice for a little while. Because most of that group is just what Dominic and Rhea Ripley are doing. Like I, I don't I, yeah. I, I don't see that group really doing anything. Like they they've you know what it is really is WWE is only capable of focusing on one group at a time. And Judgment Day had their attention for a little bit, but it's really all about the bloodline. And that's like the only ones that are getting any attention. So. Yeah, I, I think Dominic and Rhea should be like more or less on their own, like together, rather than yeah. Judgment Day. Like when China and Eddie Guerrero were together, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that. <laughs> Remember when he took her to prom because he got his GED? That's good writing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all kinds of messed I, up. It's all kind of and, I, and, and having women in strap on matches isn't going to help it. No. <laughs> no. I I did like the no. vignette they did with Dominic and uh, Rhea visiting Ray's house that one time. I like that too. 
<laughs> but that's not Judgment Day, you know? That's like, right. again, that's just their contribution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I should be getting excited about WrestleMania. I should be getting excited that, like, it's early December and the next pay-per-view is the Royal Rumble. Like, that's cool. That's build-up. You know, Kofi mm-hmm. Kingston announced he's going to be in the Royal Rumble last week. When is the last time they announced a Royal Rumble participant in early December? I'll bet you it's been at least 20 years. Mm-hmm. And that's because they're letting things breathe. It's They're smarter in a lot of ways, but just so stupid in other ways. How it's many pay-per-views, Matt, do you know, how many pay-per-views does AEW have? Is it, is it four a year or three a year? Four. Four, four right? Four. four. Mm-hmm. Every three months. Correct. Yeah. So they have their big four. Um, I like that a lot better. Like the idea of four pay-per-views a year. But with that said, I, I don't feel like AEW shows feel special like back in the day with WrestleMania and SummerSlam and Royal Rumble and Survivor Series. It, it doesn't have that special feel to it. I do think that their pay-per-views generally with few exceptions, tend to over-deliver. Um, mm-hmm. The shows always end up being good, even if the build-up doesn't always feel so great. Um, yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, they don't, like, all of the special kind of matches that they did, a lot of that was brought on by, you know, the COVID restrictions and everything. Like, they could do those stadium stampede matches when they were at Bailey's <laughs> place. Um Right. And those, you know, what what are they? What's their version of war games called? Blood and guts. Um, Blood and guts. Yeah. Yeah. Or the one with the champagne, with the pool of champagne. <laughs> the mimosa match. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good stuff. I think part of it is that their pay-per-views are just way... And WWE's guilty of this, too. Not so much recently, but their pay-per-views are usually like four, four and a half hours long. Mm. Like, that's a long time to sit through a show. Everybody's running shows that are just way too long. Like, for my money, like, you could could cap a pay-per-view at about three hours, and I'd be happy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the Attitude Era, they were running pay-per-views that started at 8 and were over by 10.30, 10.40. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It, was, it was ideal. It really was. And nobody ever felt overexposed other than, for some reason, the big show. Everybody <laughs> felt like they were on TV just the right amount of time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Just different times, I guess. I, I, I mean, it, it probably is a combination of stuff. Like, a, what I'm looking for, really, there isn't an answer. I'm, I'm sure it's that the times have changed. I'm sure that uh, fans are different than they used to be. I'm sure that uh, wrestling has evolved over time and, and changed. I'm sure that people consume media differently, you know? Like, you're not... I, I Other than WrestleMania, I couldn't tell you 
one other show where I sit down and watch it live. WrestleMania is it. And even that, I'm on my phone most of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there was a time when I watched every pay-per-view end-to-end without really looking up. So. I don't know. Ho-hum. Ho-hum. <laughs> By the way, I, unrelated, totally unrelated uh, but I saw that Kylie Ray and someone else got a tryout with WWE. Uh, Kylie Ray was was the girl who um, she was with Impact, and then I think she was with AEW, and she she left both companies because she needed um, like a mental break. You know, she basically just kind of quit. But I was thinking, like, it's really telling that, like, you know, mental illness is, like, treated now as something where, like, you know, like, you you never would have gotten away with that probably even 10 years ago where you could just mm-hmm. basically just no-show a company and apologize and take time off. But, like, today, mm-hmm. it's different. The world is different. You know, WWE is going to hire this girl. Um, another one who is rumored to be getting hired, and I'm really excited for him, and I'm really excited for his dad, too. I, I actually talked with Steve about it before. Uh, Steve Carino's son, Colby Carino, who, mm-hmm. if you've ever watched the NWA, he's all over that, and he's just fantastic. He he is like the spitting image of his dad, and he's just getting better by the day. But he's had so many issues over the years, you know? WWE would have stayed away from him so badly in the past, just because mm-hmm. of some of the issues that he's had. And here he is. He's going to get signed. Uh, it, it, it's almost almost certain. Not that I want to jinx it on him, knock on wood, but it's almost certain. Mm-hmm. Colby's the real deal. He's a great kid, and he's gotten clean. He got his act together. Yes, yeah. He's... And, and he's young, too, still, right? He's like 24, maybe, 25? Yeah. I'm excited for him. I am. So, And I'm excited for Steve because I know he really wanted to uh, get him in there with him, you know, because yeah. Steve is mostly doing NXT stuff. He's 26 years old, by the way, Colby Carino. And like I said, if you look at him, and I remember Kathy going to shows and seeing him wrestle when he was 13, 14 years old. Yeah. Steve shows, of I course, remember, but still. I remember getting, um, getting sugared up and trying to hear the Steve and laughing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he's good. And, and like I said, he looks and wrestles and sounds just like his dad. Yep. Like the king of old school is back. And it's awesome. I, 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 and I hope with Triple H in charge that he'll actually run with him, you know? So that'd be cool. Yeah. So anyway, guys, um... Hey guys, don't yeah. forget, keep Barry Windham in your prayers. Absolutely. Yeah, Barry uh, suffered a, a heart attack, right? Massive heart attack. Yeah, I, I saw, um... I saw Mike Rotunda put out like a GoFundMe type thing and was asking people to help out or whatever. It's sad. I wonder if uh, 
I wonder if Bray Wyatt's going to uh, chip in. Well, I know uh, Paige Scouts, Paige put a thousand. Mm-hmm. Scott Diamore put a thousand. Wow. John Lathrop put a thousand. I bet you Jericho puts down two when he sees what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. He loves to outbid people. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, so definitely say uh, let's say prayers for him. And I think what we're going to do right now is we're going to pray for me. Uh, no, I'm only kidding. We're, we're actually going to take a commercial break. And uh, But do pray for me if, if the Spirit so moves you. Uh, yeah, we're going to take a commercial break right now, mostly because I have to use the little boys' room. And uh, on the other side, we're going to have some more fun. We'll take some calls for a little while longer, uh, bring on our uh, special guest. I, I can't wait to talk to him, and, and we'll see how that goes. And that's about it. Again, 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, and we'll be right back. Hey, this is Total Package. Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday... 9 p.m. Eastern. Just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, ProWrestlingInterviews.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off the uh, building. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Steins of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Ding, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255". 
And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my... Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... Well, what's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, well, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. He's still after, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it. Did you have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is that the rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Sing it, Kathy. All right, welcome back, everyone. Once again, it's in the room of the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, VOCNation.com, or check us out on your favorite podcast provider, whether that's iTunes or Spotify or, or Stitcher, <laughs> Odyssey, whatever the case may be, you can find us. Just search the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. Brady Hicks here. I've got Kathy Fitz with me. I've got Stro Maestro. I've got a very special guest for you guys in one second. But before we kind of jump back in, Stro, what do you got going on this week, man? Well, this Thursday night, I'm going to be at the National Meeting Center on the VOC Nation.com. On the day of special pre-Christmas party episode. So, uh, okay. we're going to celebrate. Call Colin anytime. This day tonight. And then Saturday, like the Sunday, excuse me, we're going to be a special guest at the Charlotte Comic Con at the Interview Suite Hotel in Concord, North Carolina, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. 
Um, I'll be starting start a special Q&A panel as well, um, talking about the Sinister Cinema. That'll be a premiere on screening pretty soon, and they're doing talks with trauma and shutter, so they're going to be announcing soon the screen, so it's going to be, be shown. So uh, if you're in the Charlotte, uh, North Carolina area, come, come see me in Concord and see Suites this Sunday with Comic Con. Yes. Very cool. Cause, yeah, it's exciting. That That's really cool. And uh, I'm excited for Thursday as well because we really get to start talking about Christmas more and more. Yes. So that's always exciting. <laughs> yeah. Good old Christmas with the call. Christmas with the callers. Doesn't that sound like fun, Kathy? Christmas yeah. with the callers. <laughs> That'd be a great movie. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so like I said, welcome back, everyone. Um so this week I, I, I put out a thing on social media. I was, said I was looking for a new co-host in particular for the second hour of the show. I mean, Derek has been so busy with the new baby and everything, and I'm sure he'll be back at some point. But I'm looking to bring more voices, more variety. And uh, right now I'm actually really happy. I'm excited to uh, bring him on. We're going to bring on Howard Morgan out of New Jersey. Howard is a longtime wrestling fan. And Howard, that's about all I know about you, but uh, – What's going on tonight, man? Not much. I'm actually um, was tuning into some old um, Mid South Championship wrestling on the Peacock. Um, I, I just oh, like wow. reliving, yeah, reliving some of the the older stuff. I'm more old school. Um, okay. Wrestling, you know, I, I've been watching it since I was probably ten or eleven years old, um, and really got kind of more into it when. Cable television came out, and I remember it was at my grandmom's house in Levittown where I was first introduced to the 605 on WTBS. Um, wow. And from, you okay. know, from then on, you know, I, I you know, I, I was hooked. That's that's pretty wild, uh, and I think you'll be the perfect fit tonight. Like we're talking about, uh, what makes wrestling different than it used to be when we were younger and really enjoyed it. Like, what's changed over the years? Uh, I, honestly, I, I think the the, the, the the bottom line is I think the storytelling is is a lot different. You know, I mean, and maybe it's because I'm older now, but back when I was younger, man, I believed, you know, what Ric Flair was telling me, and I truly believed, you know, that, there, that he hated, you know, Dusty Rhodes and Magnum TA and, you know, the Rock and Roll Express, you know, what sure. really wanted to kill Jim Cornette. And, I, you know, I just, yeah. I, I, I bought into it, you know. And I just don't think that, that that storytelling is there, the ability to to convey a story and make me believe what you're telling me. You know, I, I do, you know, and I still to this day do believe that, you know, Terry Funk is probably the craziest man on the planet. Because of all the promos that he caught, and then and then you know he he went to the ring and he, and he backed it up. Mhm. It's it's um it, 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 it's funny. It's uh it, it that that's awesome because like I can remember um, when Ric Flair put out a bounty, I was looking over my own shoulder. You know, <laughs> right? You know? <laughs> that's how invested I was. Even like and forget the NWA or whatever. Not that you can like forget Crockett, but like. Even like in WWF, like when Earthquake sat on Hulk Hogan, I was like, "Oh my God, I got to write this guy a letter in the hospital." Or you know, or tell, tell, tell me how heartbroken you were when when Andre ripped the cross off of Hulk Hogan on the Brother Love Show. 
Oh my god! Like, oh my god! You know, yeah. and, and the fact that 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 it, that it cut his chest a little bit, you know, albeit right. you know, I believe that was accidental, but it just added to the, you know, the the, the realism and the and the all that it had. And I, I just I, I think yeah. that's what's missing. And you know, I, I've 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 been traveling a lot for work, and I'm just now getting into, believe it or not, my my slow season. So I'm, I'm able to slow down a little bit. But I, I think that's what a lot of the, the, the newer stars are, are missing. And I, and I just recently tuned into a couple AEW episodes, and I think MJF is trying to bring that back just just a little bit. I don't think he's there yet, um, but I, I think yeah. he's trying to, you know, kind of revive that 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 old-school mentality, you know, and, and, and bring back the, you know, the, dare I say, the believability and say, okay, listen, yeah. I'm buying into what you're saying. I'm, I, I buy it now. I'm getting it. Now, we're lucky enough to have with us as my co-host every week is uh, Maestro from WCW. Stro, and Stro has been wrestling for a long time. Uh, Stro, um, at what point do you feel like, and I'm going to put you on the spot here because I know you love it, like at what point do you feel like wrestling stopped being so believable? And, and don't give me the steroids thing because I – I don't think most people really knew, or not the steroids, the, the the New Jersey tax thing in like 1990. I don't think most people knew about that, most casual fans. When did it start to change? When did it stop being believable? Well, I, I, you know, I kind of want to go back to um, the story that Bobby Hannah told years ago, the fact that, you know, when, when the cat was pretty much get out of the bag of the and and they're trying to find that, that magic again that was that was her. Um Yeah. You know, that's that was kind of a point, but honestly you know people still want to be entertained. They they still they still drive to have something special and, and that's the one constant that's really kept the business going. Up to now, and and I really think that yeah. you know, the magic could be brought back, you know, with, with the right direction. No, I hear you. It's, it's definitely a different time. And you sound like you got a lot going on in the background there. Is everything all right? No, that, that's not me. I'm I'm good. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, somebody's having a party. Uh, so <laughs> I swear to God, sometimes. Sometimes, Howard, I swear to God, this, this rinky-dink provider that we use, they're, they're awful. They're the only ones that let you, like, live and take callers. 914-338-1885, by the way. But, yeah, it's just rinky-dink sometimes. It's horrible. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, funny, I, was, I, was just, I was just watching. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I go was ahead. just watching a clip at work on my lunch. And it was yeah. it was again going back to the to the NWA Crockett days um, when mm-hmm. the the Mass James boys made their appearance um, and beat the Midnight Express in a non-title match and I and I can remember thinking and everybody everybody but three people in that whole arena soundstage knew who it was and just the, right. how incensed Jim Cornette was. That you know, we all and he called us out. He told us, "You know who it is." I'm like, "No, I don't. No, I don't know who that is. I, you know, I can't tell for sure." You know, and, and then they, they did it. Then they did. Then they did an angle um, 
where I think it was Tony Zane and somebody else under the mask and Dusty Magnum came out to prove that, listen, that's not us. You know, but you could clearly yeah. see that the two guys that were wearing were not, were not the original guys. And But again, it goes back to, I believed how enraged he was. And and, and I liked it. I'm like, well, you know what? You, you kind of deserve it. And I, I, I said growing up and that I probably didn't hate anybody more than Jim Cornette because he made me do it. He made me <laughs> hate him so much right. because of how good he was. The guy's just brilliant. And he made me believe. You know that you know that he you know he had all his mommy's money and that you know he got the bodyguard yeah. and, and 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 all of that and I'm like you know and finally you're getting a little dose of your own medicine and I think yeah, you know that's I, the I magic think, I think that's yeah. missing. No, you're right, and and I'll tell you what, like the logical extension of what you're saying, it's like yeah, believability is a factor, but there were some pretty outlandish things that happened, and we still believed and invested, and in even in the back of our head, maybe not so sure. Uh, giant machine, for example. Like, come on. <laughs> right. Like, right. That's, that's Andre. Like, come on. Right, right, like, right. Yeah, yeah, obviously. It, yeah. But, but yeah. I, I think it's a credit to the stars of the time versus, like, today. Right? And, again, maybe it's, like, a not overexposed thing because they didn't have 13 hours of television a week. But it was just different. There was just a different yeah. feel to it. And, and, and I think, you know, to your point earlier about, you know, overexposure, you know, and I can yeah. remember, you know, even Hulk Hogan in his day, Ric Flair, they would all they would all be on the show, you know, holding their belt and, you know, saying what they – but they would never get into the ring. You know, they wouldn't perform. They, they made you wait for it, you know, and there was a, yeah. a tremendous buildup. And I think that's kind of where finally now Roman Reigns is – kind of gaining some momentum. It took him a long time to kind of gain his momentum, but, you know, it's kind of like addition by subtraction. You know, give them more, but he's not going to get in the ring. And when he does, it's going to be something special, so you're going to want to watch it. Yeah, I mean, he's putting a a bit of himself into what he does. I mean, and that's a lot of what's wrong right now. I, I, I think a lot of the wrestlers should put more of themselves in what they do as far as promos and and the beginning of the ring because I mean it's just it's the old adage goes you know if you believe in yourself others will believe in you you know what I mean so that's, that's, right yeah you know and you have to believe who you are you know can, can you imagine if you know Hulk Hogan didn't believe he had the largest arms in the world you know if Ric Flair didn't have all of them jets and limousines how believable would he be if he just came out and kind of just half-hearted cut his promo. You know, right. Some of the AEW promos. My God, let let them talk. Yeah. Yeah. And if you remember, like in the early 90s, uh, at some point, wrestlers like stopped being <laughs> people and started being like jobs, like repo men and Mounties and cops. And like, uh, and, and I'm not saying that wasn't fun or funny or whatever, but. It's 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 a different feel, you know. It, you're yeah, not but, giving but people think, the opportunity was, to kind of show who they are. Right, and, and but I think the, the 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 problem that happened, I think, especially WWF, they they kind of saturated the market with that with that kind of I don't want to say cartoonish, but that kind of character more, you know, more than the guy. And then you know, it, it just it, it wasn't you. Show me who you are. You know, yeah. and and show me what you can do, and you make me believe what you're selling me. 
No, there's there's definitely something to that, and I, I, that's that's uh, that was really intelligent of you to bring that uh, to the table, Howard. Uh, speaking of intelligent, or the opposite, or whatever, I'm going to bring on from Orlando. We've actually got Dustin joining us after. God, how long has it been, Dustin? What's it been like? Five years? How you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. How's Orlando treating you? Good, pretty good, actually. Do you think you'll ever move out of there and go back to Texas? Uh, absolutely not. Really? What if the no. Texas tornado carried you there? No, uh, I'm uh, okay. up for it, right. and that's right. where I'm going to live the rest of my life. The rest of your life? Okay. All right. So yeah, what's like going Florida. on, man? I, you're, we're, we're talking tonight about wrestling and how, like, it was better back in the day. I don't know if you remember back in the day. But back in the day, wrestling um, was great, and it's not anymore. Or it's not the same, um, I should say. Um, well, Brady, I'm wanting to get your opinion. What do you think about the elite coming out to that song by Kansas? Uh, Curry, uh, whatever, whatever it's called. Wayward Son. That's what your parents call yeah. you. What? <laughs> That's what your parents call you, the Wayward Son. Well, what do you think about them coming up to that song every week? Like, do you think you think people are going to get tired of it eventually? No, I don't. Well, I mean, it depends. The thing is, like, those guys won't. And Howard, I don't know how you feel about this. You think you mentioned how you watch AEW, but like, um, those guys are always reinventing themselves. You yeah. know, so they won't allow Weird Sun to get stale because they'll be on to the next thing before you know. Right, yeah, it, it, it'll, it'll, it'll be old to them before it's old to us. Right, yeah. Um, so, I, so, Bernie, so what you think? That's where I'm at, Dustin. You'll enjoy it. What do you, you think about the, the, the MJF and William Riggle thing on AEW this week? Uh, I thought it's a good thing that he connected with those brass nuts, or William Regal would have effed him up. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, well, well, here's here's the thing. I've been hearing he's going back to WWE. Yeah. Well, he would fit in there. Yeah. He wouldn't be like a foot taller than everybody if he was there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if, oh, speaking yeah. of Regal, I, I, I watched uh, – Arn Anderson was talking about him and a match that mm -hmm. him and Fit Finley had. Um, I don't know if it was an uncensored or one of the pay-per-views or live events where Finley actually broke Regal's nose on a legit punch because they were working oh. stiff. And yeah. he finished it, and they were like, yep, that, that's just how we do it. <laughs> And he's been doing it since he was 15, 16 years old. Yeah. Did you ever read his book? Oh, it, it was, no, I haven't. I, I only started it. I never finished it, but it's just so fascinating, you know, because he came up from, like, he was, like, one of the last, like, guys that you would see in a carnival, like, wrestling people out of the crowd, you know? That, 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 that's exactly what, that's what, that's exactly yeah. what Arn called him, was a carny. And you know, this, this yeah. guy could stretch you six days a Sunday, and you wouldn't know. Yeah. You wouldn't. First of all, there was, nothing, you know, there was nothing you could do about it. You were. You would just have to wait till he was done with you. He, um, he, he's what you call a hooker, Dustin. Are you familiar with hookers? Yeah. Well, not, uh, the, man, not the ones you pay by the hour. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> you can pay him by the hour. Uh, I'll do it. 
Well, well, uh, well, <laughs> well, here's the thing. I like what WWE's been doing with Austin Theory. It's been getting interesting. See, of all the things you could say got interesting, I'm shocked that you're saying Austin Theory. Yeah, well, it's the it, way they changed his character, got a more serious role. I think it's I think it's interesting. Okay, all right. What do you think about Sami Zayn? He's been uh, that, my favorite. Well, you know what's going to happen. You know, it's it's going to lead to him and Owens versus the Usos for the tag titles of Mania. I hope not. That wouldn't be very Usy. And what they're winning the tag titles. You could see. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, I, I throw, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to see uh, Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch. So that would be an awesome match. Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. I, I got a that feeling way. that Rhea Ripley is going to be the one to beat Bianca. I got a feeling. Yes, I do too. Yes, I'm hoping to God it happens. Yeah. Then they'll bring back ladies' wrestling. Howard appreciates well, that. Well, Bernie, you know, uh, Bianca's <laughs> been a good champion, but I'm just I'm just ready for change. What if she grew out her hair longer and jumped rope with it? Would that be okay? No, I'm just understanding. I'm getting tired of seeing it. And, and, and I've, been, I've been reading a lot, a lot of things online about Ronda Rousey. A lot of people are, are mad about the way that her mask with the Wisconsin have been. A lot of people are upset uh-huh. about, you know, but people are getting tired of Ronda. No, I, I, I hear you. And that's uh, that's another thing that I think at WWE, at some point, um, they want to walk that line where it's like they want to tell jokes and be funny and blah, 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 and they want to appeal to kids, but then they want to bring in one or two serious stars that are better than like everybody else supposedly. I don't know how you run that kind of an environment. You know, I, 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 I'm shocked that WWE has been able to efficiently use Ronda Rousey as a monster. Because at the end of the day, you do need Liv Morgan to beat her, otherwise you don't have a show. Yeah, I'm hoping it's soon. I'm hoping Royal Rumble or, or after Rumble at Elementary Chamber. I'm hoping it happens soon. Uh-huh. Anything else, man? Well, uh, so uh, so who's going to win the uh, FTR versus the University of Claim matches was the... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think the... See, the Acclaim just got the belts, right? They just had them for like a couple weeks, right? Well, and here's the thing: FTR has been talking about how they that they never that they never got their 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 uh, their tag team title match for the for the for the tag titles that they've been been owed. I'm thinking that they're they're going to win the titles, and then they're, then they're, then they'll be back and forth. What it's going to be? Yes, come on, maybe. Me. I could see that. Oh, okay. One more thing yeah. for for a part go. Uh, um, so right, so who do you think who do you think's gonna beat Mandy for the title? Mandy. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. I know she who should have the belt, but she's not gonna be the one to beat Mandy. Um, I think you need a transitional, but I think Cora Jade should be the champion. Now, who beats Mandy? Yeah. 
so that you can put them out on Quora? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe um maybe Roxana. I don't know, but you, you I I think Quora is the one that should have that belt. And Mandy needs well, to be going back. Actually, actually Stro- uh, my birdie, actually here's the thing. I think Nikita Lyons is, is really deserving of the championship. Okay. Yeah, right, I really. Well, it, it has to happen at some point, you know. Like honestly, like she's the one that I think can actually beat Mandy, and then have her face Cora, and Cora won the belt eventually. Yeah, I got you. Because you got to have him. You got to have a face fan champion, and then have a heel fight. Yeah, I, I, so I, I don't care who it is. I just want to see Cora get the belt. Because I think she's... Oh, one more thing, one more thing before I go. Uh, who do you think is going to win uh, the match between uh, Braun Breaker and Apollo Crews this Saturday? Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker's going to win it. Also, my birthday is this Sunday. Wow. How old are you now? 28. 28? Yep. Jeez, man. It feels like you were just like 12 falling in here. <laughs> No, it was it was uh, December <laughs> December 2015 when I started calling in. So you've been calling in here for seven years. Yep, December. 2015. I think you've been calling in longer <laughs> because I think you've been calling in longer. I, I think it was 2014 because uh, I remember you talking about turning 21. Yeah, it might, might have been 2014. I, I've lost track. Yeah, but you still sound like you're 10, which is, like, awesome. I wish I could sound young. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, you know, well, you, well, I'm, I'm <laughs> just, uh, just going to go and, well, you know. Yeah. Uh, Do you ever get people, uh, like, don't let you in the bar because you don't have your ID on you? Uh, I don't know. Um, so, uh, okay, I got one more thing, one more topic to uh, to, to bring up. So one more thing. Honestly, their favorite line. Him losing yeah. the title of Survivor Series. I don't think that was a good idea. Honestly, now he's going back to doing what he was before with nothing, with no title. Okay, but you literally just said that you loved that Austin Theory well, <laughs> won the belt. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 uh, no. I was talking about like the, the thing with Theory, his character change. I was talking about, I wasn't happy about him winning the belt. I'm just saying. Oh, you don't care about the title there's... change. You're just happy that he's angry all the time now. Yeah, well, a, a more serious role. And also, I think it's working yeah, for him. I got you. I got but you. Rollins, I think Seth Rollins been... doesn't really need that title. Honestly, he should be positioned for the world title anyway. So. Well, he's one we of the better things we... on TV. Well, well, we all know he ain't gonna be Roman. That ain't happening. Wow, that's Maybe not, not happening. And and they're probably not even splitting up the titles for a while. So it is what it yeah, is. Rome, well, Roman, you know, I, I got to give it. To, uh, did you hear that he was upset about something at, at, after after the pay-per-view? That there was an unplanned spot with him and Kevin Owens. That, that Roman Reigns was backstage throwing a fit. I uh, no, I didn't. Oh, with Owens, yeah, because he he hit him in the ear or something, right? Yeah, so I heard he suffered a, a ruptured eardrum or something. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I heard he was worried he did, but it's uh it's okay. Well, you know, he didn't. Well, He's well, okay. if he gets hurt, if he gets hurt, uh, that that's gonna be bad for uh-huh. him. 
Because he honestly, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to give credit where it's been. He's Roman not hurt, best, One of the best wrestlers in the world. Dustin, he wrestles ten times in a year. I don't think he's – I mean, something could always happen, but it's not likely. No, I'm just saying if he were – I'm just saying if it would be bad for the company if he did get hurt and had to take time off. I'm just yeah. saying Roman's like one, <laughs> Roman is like one of the best wrestlers in the world right now. And uh, and, uh, and that, that takes a lot of coming from me saying that. But what I'm saying is unless it's a major injury, he rarely wrestles. He can still make TV. Yep. And he hasn't been on Raw so it'll or, be or, fine. or SmackDown. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Well, you, Don't. Well, Dustin, you worried? You scared? If you're scared, get no, a dog. Really. Okay. Well, All right. The, the stuff with the All bloodline, right, uh, I think it's been real interesting, you know, the past few months. The stuff with Sami Zayn, that, that's been brilliant. brilliant. Good stuff. It's, it's probably the best thing WWE has going. Um, thanks well, for the well, call, I guess I'll talk to you next week. All right, love you. Oh, uh, Dustin, real quick. So, yeah. Um, three weeks from tonight, December twenty seventh. It's the drunken uh, episode. You got to call in for the drunken episode. I'm gonna try. What do you mean you'll try? You better try. I'll try. I'll try. I don't know. I don't know what I've got on that. I got going on that. Well, I'm telling you what you got going on. You're calling in for the drunken episode. You're going to get trashed with me. Uh, I don't agree. Be there. I'll, I'll start crawling, y'all. I'll be good. How about drugs, Dustin? Do you do drugs? No, I do not. I've never done drugs. Or Are you straight edge? You like yeah, CM I've never done I've done You're straight any, edge. You don't do drugs, drink, no. or have sex. <laughs> well, I'll talk to you later. I'm only playing with you, Dustin. Don't get upset. <laughs> got, got a little bit of heat there. That's <laughs> oh, all right. He'll call back next week. <laughs> or he'll take a couple weeks off and then call back. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah I'll just, tell just you how quick, some of these before, callers. Before we get, before, yeah. Go, go for it, yeah. I, I, I just, Magnum TA was just out talking to Bill Watts, and I forgot how large the North American title was that he had. I don't know if you ever saw the old North American title oh, that yeah. Magnum had. That thing is gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he carried it around. Right. Um, oh, no, my you're right. gosh. Just remember the big circle <laughs> on it, you know? Yeah, and, and they went from that, and then they have the, the TV title medallion that Terry Taylor wore around his neck. The medallion. You can't even get a title for that. You had, you had a medallion as a TV title. Yeah. See, that's uh. what that's the difference. That's the difference. <laughs> they dared to be different back then. And they yeah, don't dare absolutely. to be different now. No. Yeah. It's too formulaic now. It's too. Yeah. It, this is what we have to do because this is what we've done recently. Right. And 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 I think, as as was kind of alluded to earlier, I think too many people. Are involved in what you're. This is this. This is what you need to say to this guy, and then he's going to say this to you. No, let it. Let it. Let it be organic. Let it come naturally. You know, let these guys. Right. You know, for you know, once cut their own promo. They did it back in the day. Let them. Let yeah. them talk from the heart. Let them. You know, because again, if he believes it, then I believe it. Well, I and mean, I just think you know, it's, it's, it's the, the promos between... are too scripted. Yeah. 
No, you're right. It's it's the difference between what MJF is doing versus like uh, most of what you see on SmackDown, for example. Um, back right. in the day, people were writing their own stuff. Then they switched over to bullet points. Then they switched over to memorize all this. And now they're back to bullet points for a lot of people. Um, it, it's circular, but it, 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 it's cyclical. But they definitely need to get back to that because that, that that's yeah. how you that's how you bond with the audience. Yeah, yeah, and you know, yeah. and I, I think you know, the I think the the back in the day, just everything felt smaller. You know, the arenas felt smaller, maybe because they were, you know, the mm-hmm. the, the interviews felt smaller. You know, and the, even you go to <clears throat> to the old, you know, the barber shop or you know the brother love show or you know going back to Piper's Pit. It was all just yeah. it was simple. Yeah. It was just you know. It was just really generic and, and just very organic. And again, you know, I don't think anybody, you know, was much better on the microphone than Roddy Piper was. You know, right. and just the things that he said. And, and I've watched them. Um, I've been watching Tales from the Territory that's on Hulu. You know, going back oh, to the yeah, Portland yeah. days and 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 all of that. And just listening to him, and the guy legitimately made me believe. That I mean, he was a couple of screws loose. Like, there's something wrong with this guy. <laughs> Whether he was liked yep. or, or or hated, there was something wrong with this guy. And you know what? There's something to that because there legitimately was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you know, uh, and, and yeah. I listen, and you know, I listen to him, and I and I love the old stories. You know, I just I and I think that's what's lost. I don't know that there's like we won't hear those kind of stories again. Like, there's no. Right. You know, I, I think it's gone from a, a, again, because of how the way it is, it's gone from a mom and pop, you know, store to a corporation. And, and yeah. it, you know, it gets lost in all of that. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing is like back in the day, there was a bonding and a brotherhood. Like, and Stroh's mm-hmm. talked about it on the show before. He, he had to leave early. Uh, but like, there there's a bonding, there's a brotherhood. Um, there was travel together, and like today, you hear it's, you know, you drive to the hotel and you play video games until it's time to go yeah. to the arena. It's right. different. Yeah. It's different. Right. And, and you know, and, you know, it's just different. Right. And, right. And, and, and gone are the days where, you know, the, the heels stayed in one hotel and the baby faces stayed in the other one across town. They truly oh, that was kept great. it separate. Yeah. Separate, you know, they I can, they kept the kayfabe up. They yeah. kept all of that up. I and can I, remember. I, think, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I can remember standing outside of the old Spectrum after shows, loving to see who, like, left with who, you know? Like, right. was, like, like Kevin Nash driving with Medusa and, like, Shawn Michaels is in the car with, like, uh, I, I forget who it was, you know? It was some heel, you know? And that's just how right. we did it back in the day. It was that was incredible. Yeah, you know, I and and, and again, I, I think that's kind of where where it's getting lost. You know, it, the the camaraderie is is not there anymore. You know, the yeah. the, the unity amongst the guys. You know, or as Jim Cornette would say, the boys. You know, it's it's just it's just not there. And you know, I think you know we're kind of a victim. Of our own technology, I think the internet has really kind of, you know, torn yeah. down that veil. And because you know, back in the day, you know, the only thing we had was was Pro Wrestling Illustrated and and the Wrestling Observer, and you know, and they only came out once a month. 
So really, that's where right. we were getting our information from. Now, I mean, it's literally, you know, at, at our fingertips, you know, yeah. almost as it happens. Yes. And, it, you know, yeah. and it, it, it kind of, said, we kind of lose it. Yeah, yeah. But with that said, there are still some guys and, and girls who have been able to, like, kind of – Oh, absolutely. You know, like, as, we're, absolutely. as we're talking about this stuff, for example, um, one name we haven't talked about tonight – I think he's a throwback to another era. I think he's amazing. And he almost to the point where he feels miscast on WWE. I'm talking about uh, Gunther or Walter. A lot of people know him as yes. Walter. Um, right. That guy, that is a guy that, like, if I saw him in the bar, I ain't assuming that a fight with him is going to be fake. Right. Or, 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 or that even that I would even, like, hey, I could take that guy. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm not saying no. it with him. No, I'm, you're not. No. You're not. No. He looks like a and, badass, and, and he he fights like a badass. Right, because he probably is. I mean, he he you know he. I'm sure he is. He grew he grew he grew up doing that, you know, and you know it's it's you know outside of our borders, I, I think you know the industry is a little different. They're I don't I don't mean it as a, as a derogatory thing, but I think they're a little tougher mm-hmm. outside the United States because of of how they're trained and, and who trains them. You know, yeah. and and you know, and, and all of that, and all of that's gone, and and it's slowly dying off. As you know, you, you, you listen to the, I, I don't want to call them horror stories, but that's how everybody relates to them. And everybody that came out of the dungeon in Calgary, you know, yeah. it's like you, you know, or even when Vern Gagne was was training the guys, you know, up in Minneapolis in a, in a barn in the, in the middle of winter with no heat. You know? Right. So you know, and you know, so once those guys eventually, I think that the art of it is is gone. You know, I, I was like, I was traveling from, I, I, flew, I flew from Philly to Chicago, and Chicago, I was flying into Calgary, and I, would, I had to drive mm-hmm. to West Edmonton to go visit a store, and who who who's on the plane going to Calgary? Bret Hart. I, I actually ran into Bret wow. Hart at the, at the at the at the O'Hare Airport in Chicago. And I, wow, I talked to him for, for for about fifteen minutes. You know, asked him how yeah. he was doing. You know, and we, you know, he asked me how I was doing, what you know, where I was going. You know, told me a couple things to visit on, in Calgary and all my way to West Edmonton. You know, we talked about everything outside of wrestling. You know, and just oh, you just didn't a ask him guy. if the screw job was at work, did you? Uh, no, I was, I was afraid to. <laughs> I'm gonna ask him someday. <laughs> I, uh, maybe, I maybe, maybe, over yeah, maybe over the phone I'll ask him, but he was within arm's reach, so maybe I didn't want to <laughs> get a little more courage okay. that way. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, because let's see, again, he's he's a throwback. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's a guy that can legitimately tie you up and and not yeah. let you go till he felt like he was going to let you go. Yep, he could pop out your eyes if he wanted, and I ain't right. doing that. So. <laughs> right, I don't like wrestling that much. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah I, I like it, but I don't like it that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that, that's cool, and it, and it is cool, like to say, you know, that there are some guys, and and AEW's got some of them too, and like certainly like New Japan, like you said, like internationally, there's a lot more of that toughness, you know, where all that's asked of them isn't a ten minute match every other week, and then like maybe a fifteen minute match on pay per view. Every couple months, like it's it, 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 it's different in other places, and and, yeah, and no, I think yeah. people tend to forget. I forget that because I spend most of my time talking about what people want to talk about, which is WWE and AEW. Right. Well, because honestly, because they are they are really the only two that 
most people know about. And, you know, mm-hmm. this, this mm-hmm. is what they're familiar with. Because, I mean, honestly, that's what I – I grew up, you know, back in the day, WWF. And I remember – I remember you said it earlier, watching, you know, they would have a show on Saturday at the Spectrum. It would be on Prism Sunday. And I got yeah. to watch it right. on Sunday, you know. And, you know, the old Madison Square Garden shows and, you know, waiting for Saturday night at 6 o'clock from, you know, 6.05 to 8.05 unless there was a Braves baseball game on. You know, watching you know watching those guys and just the even the the, the sounds are different. I remember there, there's a distinct sound between the old NWA ropes and the WWF ropes. The the NWA ropes almost kind of like made like a uh, almost like a stinging sound when the guys you know w- would come off them. Yeah. You know, and yeah. It, it just it just, again it just sounded different and the, the people were different and you know I, you know. You know, Hulk Hogan, what, you know, was, I mean, he was larger than life, right? So, you know, yeah. th- then you, you get a guy like, you know, King Kong Bunny that comes in, you're like, oh, man, is is this the guy that, you know, that, that's going to, you know, take him down? Is is this it, you know? And, you know, yeah. and then the whole mega powers explode, and you're like, wow, is, you know, there's no way Randy Savage can beat him, you know? And, you know, you know, then, you know, and the, the I think the surprise is gone. You know, I think more often than not, you know, we, we kind of predict our own outcomes because we've been watching it for so long, and it it's just it's just different. I, you know, I still enjoy it. I, I mean, my son watches it now. Um, he's he's 23 mm-hmm. and he has Asperger's, so he he kind of still kind of believes. And I don't want to I don't want to ruin it for him. You know, I don't want to tell him, hey, listen, you know, I I, I kind of know what's going to happen only because I've been watching it for so long. I can kind of see it. So he's yeah. kind of still kind of on the fence, like, well, some of this doesn't make That's sense, awesome. Dad, but I, I, I kind of, I yeah. kind of still believe it, you know. And, and I, and I see a lot of, you know, a, a younger me in him, like that's how, that's how I watched it. That's what got me hooked right. on it. You I know, mean, and you yeah, know. there are there are people out there that still, you know, it, it's a, it's a sport to them, you know, it's. A, <laughs> But yeah, I took oh, my, my dad to an indie show. I'll never forget him uh, screaming at my God. Who was it? I think it was Axel Rotten. Of all people, scream at Axel Rotten, um, which I would never want to do for the record. You know, because, right. Uh, <laughs> but I just, I just thought it was, it was great, and it just showed to me like I don't think my dad was that much into like, like I, I, I think. In my dad's mind, there's an element of it that's absolutely sport. Right. And I'm not saying that there's not an athletic component to it, but if you go to indie shows sometimes, you'll see those fans who are invested, and, and they're not always all there. Just, um, the adults, I mean. But um, right. But they're invested. I, they're completely, and, and it's great to see. It's. Yeah. It's a, I, I, honestly, I, I, I think WWE I, could use more of that. Yeah. Right, I, I took him to um, over in um, I don't know if it's technically Westville, New Jersey, or West Deptford. Um, New mm-hmm. Moon Rising was out there. It's kind of where I, I saw Damian Priest for the first time. Um, yes, and it was, yeah, it was I was, the, uh, I was the announcer for them. Okay, yeah. So it, it just I was the commentator. So you saw you saw how invest, you know, invested the, the 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 crowds were, and I remember there was a a shorter, <laughs> heavier heavier manager heel. 
that was coming out. I, I wish I could remember his name, but I, I can't. McLean. And he's walking out. And, well, and he gets into what my son, who at this time is only, I don't know, 15, 16 years old. And okay. I'm thinking, okay. oh, oh my gosh, my, my, you know, what's going on? And my son's just, everything that this guy's saying, my son's just giving it right back to him. And I'm like, he's ah. fucked. He, he, yeah. he, this is it, you know, and, and I, and I just, I, I kind of let it go. I'm like this, because this is what you want as a, that, that's what Jim yeah. Cornette wanted. That's what Bobby Heenan wanted. You know, that's, this is, this is the reaction you want from your fans. You, I want yeah. them to holler at me. I want them to interact with me. And he's pointing at my son and he's, you know, he's telling me, you just sit out and mind your own business, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, right, right, right. right. This is what it's about. That, this that, is, this is what house that, shows should be. That was a special, and that was a very special promotion. It really was because, like, not everybody had that. I always used to say, and I know, granted, I'm a terrible business person, Howard, but I always said I would rather have 40 or 50 of those fans than 100 fans that don't care or 200 fans. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because the fans because those, made it those fun. 40, right, those 40 fans will make, yeah. will make more noise than 1,000 fans who aren't interested. You know, and exactly. it was just great. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I, I loved it. And, you know, we, we caught probably, I don't know, maybe a dozen shows. Um, a buddy of mine was, was, was a wrestler there for a little while. And he just, you know, he, you know, he, and he's the one that he kind of invited me out. I'm like, okay, I'll, let's, you know, I'll, I'll come check it. I had no idea it was back there. And, yeah. you know, we, we went, How and, would you? you know, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, you know, cause it wasn't really publicized. It wasn't really, you know, other than Facebook, and I wasn't big into Facebook then, but I'm like, you know, this this will work. This, they, you know, they they had yeah. it. Whatever it is, they had it. They, they had, had your it. friend. Like, this, this, um, the American Roughneck, Darren Leonard. Oh, God. You're one of those guys. I'm only kidding. I love Roughneck. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Yeah, I worked with him for, for about 10 years. I mean, I, I worked over in the jail, and then he moved on to the sheriff's department, which I was kind of surprised because I thought the sheriff's department had a height requirement, but apparently they don't. So. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes you need little arms to reach things. So. True, true. Trying, of course. <laughs> no, he's I, a I great love guy. That, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, 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 he's he a great good. guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, God, you're, you know, you're I, really bringing I, back the memories. That was probably 10 years ago, but it was just like – yeah, Ross, but it was just, everybody was just so tight knit. It was just incredible. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, and it was just so believable, you know, because yeah. he, here's and and you know, and maybe more for you know me and my son because I I, I introduced him to Darren. I'm like you know, he, he, and so he, now he knows somebody like he knows this guy, yeah. and now and now he saw a guy that he kind of remembers from them shows now on probably the biggest stage he's ever been on. You know, and I'm like, yes, that, that's the same guy we saw, you know, 10, 12 years ago. This, this, he cut yeah. his teeth here, and that's, you know, this is, he, he pursued his dream, and, and, and you know, and, and he's living his dream. And, and you know, I, I don't begrudge nobody for that. There he is. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, and, and that's cool. That, and that was something that we always, I, I mean, not just New Moon, but obviously, like, the independent scene in the area. Um I mean, so many guys and girls that made it onto TV come through this, well, for lack of a better word, territory, I guess you'd say. You know, they yeah. they, they come yeah. through, and, and like you said, they cut their teeth. And, and that was a – God, that was a special time, man. It really was. You know, it's funny. I'm actually in a chat right now with Justin America and Dean Dixon. 
So uh, oh, nice. <laughs> we we formed some uh, some friendships there over the years as well. Uh, that's yeah, great. And, and, um, and, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I, me- I remember. You know that um, it was. You know, back in the day, it was Eastern Championship Wrestling until the, mm-hmm. the night Shane Dog goes through the title down, and yeah. you know that was the, the you know the turning point that again was a small promotion that you know from that night on just exploded. And, you know, mm-hmm. now they're getting television deals. But still, back then, it was like, these guys are, are, are believable. Like, this, I, I, I get it. Like, you know, and you got guys like Mikey Whipwreck that was just getting his butt kicked every single night. You're like, why is he even out here? The guy's just taking a beating. But that was them developing him as, as, as you know, as a character, as a person. This, this, is, this is who he is. He, you know, he's the ultimate underdog. You know, sure. and then you know, and then, then when he finally right. won, the place went bananas. You're like, listen, the guy's like one for two thousand. What do you, you know? What do you cheer? But their their guy finally won. You know that they, that David and Goliath kind of mentality. They they, they finally got it. Right. And you know, and, and if he could have retired that night, that's all they would have remembered that one match that he won, and they would they would be talking about it to this day. You know, and it's just, that's just, you know, the, the, that was the business then. It ran a lot more off, like, feelings than emotion. Yes. And less about, yes. we're going to, like, like I, I can almost guarantee you that they didn't long-term book Mikey Whipwreck into winning that title. I can no. almost guarantee no. you that that was the emotion that, like, they figured out that that's, like, what would get the crowd even more invested, you know? And it's like, right, I, right. I wish that more companies were like that, you know? You can long-term book with where you want to go, um, but sometimes you've got to be able to call things on the fly. It, it, right, yeah. You know? And and things yeah. just ha- things yeah. have to just make sense. Sometimes, that, you know, these, these storylines that they throw together, they just, they, they don't make sense. Like, what, why, why are these two guys, you know, at each other? There's no, there's no... No build up no more. No, no, mm-hmm. you know, wait till next week. And you know, it's it's like they 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 have an interview on on a Monday, and then you know the pay per view Sunday, and, and they're having a match. I'm like, wait a minute, they they just talked on Monday. Like you can't, yeah. <laughs> you right. can't do then, it. It's too short. And then even worse than that, they lose that match on Sunday, and on Monday they're coming out happy and smiling and skipping and into another feud. Yeah, and, and and right into another one. Like it, it, it's, it's like wait, wait a yeah. minute. You know, what 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 are you doing? Right. Yeah, and you know, and I mean, back yeah. in the day, it was you know, with 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 even Hulk Hogan and them, they were always you know, Hulk Hogan was in a tag team with somebody, whoever his and then whoever his opponent was was on the other side, and they never really kind of got a chance to get into it because the match would end either on a disqualification or whatever. You know, even with, with yeah. Ric Flair, you know, in tag team, you know, the other horsemen would come in. It's like, you know, Magnum never really got his hands on him. Like, it never – They never so you touched. waited. Yep. They never touched. They, and if they did, it was very, very brief. And you're like, oh, why don't you just get in? Like, come on. And now, now, now you've yeah. gone from sitting, you know, sitting on your chair to kind of you're, you're sitting up now, then you're on the edge of your seat, and then you're right up in the TV screaming at it. Just get in there. Just, just. And it's just not there. We're not – we're not in that – Invested yep. in it, yeah, and it, it's you know, I, I but I, again, I, I think you know, 
the, the, the people are changed. I, I uh, just want to switch gears real quick. I, I watched a, an interview with the night Gorilla Monsoon died, and Bobby Heenan was, I think he was on Nitro. And mm-hmm. he opened the show. Tony Schiavone threw it to Bobby Heenan, and, you know, he said, you know, he, I mean, you could see him like he was welling up. He, he was, his eyes were watering, and he told him, you know, you know, till we see it again, whatever he said, you know, it was very emotional, very real. And then, like, at the flip of a switch, he turned into, he went from Bobby Heenan, the guy that was Gorilla Monsoon's friend, he just lost his, yeah. probably his best friend in the business, to, okay, now I'm Bobby Heenan, the commentator. And in, like, an instant, this guy was great. And, and I didn't get to appreciate it till, till much later. I'm like, this guy was, was brilliant. He could make you believe yeah, anything like he wanted. That. They don't. And right. I think that's what's, what's wrong with today's product. They don't make those guys anymore. They don't make those wrestlers anymore. You know, they're, they're, they, they're more, if, you know. Yeah. I like, and if they stumble on it, like, like for example, um, people trash me for saying this. Um, I don't think Corey Graves is a terrible announcer. I think no, there's no, I elements think so. of what he does. You can tell that he studied Bobby Heenan and Jerry Lawler and things like that um, because he's very quick-witted. He, he's good with that. Um, but when he stumbles onto something, he doesn't know how to change gears. Right. And that and that's yeah. something that you can't really just kind of learn. It's just kind of a natural thing. It, it, it's just it's just got to come. It, you, you know, you either have right. it or you don't. <laughs> you know, yeah. it can't be taught. It can't be like the Bobby Heenan's wit. It just it it came naturally. You know, Jim Cornette's Nobody ability like to, to deliver right. Jim Cornette's ability to deliver yeah. a promo. Dusty Rhodes. You know, even Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage. You know, those guys. You know, go, going all the way back to AWA. And, and I know he was a little long and drawn out with his promos, but Nick Bockwinkel was very articulate. Yeah. And he got his point across, and you listened to everything that he said. Because you, is there you anybody knew something he was saying today? was important. Yeah. Is there anybody comparable today? Uh, at all? No, not yet. No, I, I don't. I mean, I, MJF's I, close. I'll throw a couple at you. Yeah, MJF's close. I, th- I think Cody is really good at, like, that kind of Southern style well, look, promo. Look, look, look at it, but look at his pedigree. I mean, he. Well, yeah, he, you know, absolutely. He, absolutely. He, he learned from the best. I, I think Jericho at one time was. I, I think he's lost a little bit. You know, yeah. Um, when Jericho who, doesn't who watch you, got? he yells. Mm-hmm. Who else do I got? <sighs> that might be it. Uh, I, I, well, I, I, I think Kevin Owens is decent. Um, if if, if he's, he's got okay. something to work with, if he's yeah. Okay. I, 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 I mean, you know, I, Roman Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. I I believe him. You yeah, know, I'm starting to believe him. There's that believability to him. Yeah. Right. It wasn't always there, yeah. but I would say no. in the last year or so. Uh, yeah, the last year, um, eighteen months. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but other I, than I, that, I don't no, know I don't... at what point it started to change. Yeah, no. It's, yeah, it's I, I don't know when when it, when it clicked, but he. And, and, but I, I think. Yeah. You know, with 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 Paul Heyman kind gonna of be really guiding good. him. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, but he, yeah, he's not there yet. But I, I think he's but again, look, look, you know, you're talking about guys with pedigree now. You know, Roman Reigns has it. Ron has, you know, it's you know, Cody has it. It, it seems like all those second, right. third generation guys. It's you know, 
because they grew Randy up. Randy Orton was was great, but so was Ted DiBiase. You know, yeah. so you know, but it, yeah, it comes yeah. with really growing up in the business from you know that that's really all you knew. You know, Maybe and that's, that's you what, that, that's what you're going to be. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. 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 You know, he's truly learning. It, I didn't even know. notice that. Yeah. Yeah, he's learning it kind of as he goes, and and he's kind of mm-hmm. feeling himself out. And uh, I, I think you know he, he's still kind of a little old school with, with a little bit of, of new school kind of mixed in in his style, in his like delivery, it. in his in his in his attitude, in his he. I, I don't want to put him on a pedestal, but he's he's kind of like a. a with his arrogance, like a, a, a young Ric Flair, with his, his cockiness, and that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm better than you, and and I'm not only going to say it, I'm going to prove it. Yeah, you know, and, and I like and that he's not afraid to push the envelope because in today's world, no. people are afraid to. Right. Yeah. No, you have to, and, and I think yeah. that's that's what makes them special is they've given him, yeah. I think, a little bit longer leash to to kind of again, like Troy was saying, this is who he is. This is. This is who he's developing, and he believes it, right. so I believe it. You know, Absolutely. and it, Howard, it was, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I hear you. I hear you. Howard, just this hour has flown by, and um, my God. I don't know if you had fun, but I had a blast. No, I had a blast. I, I did. That's cool. And, you know, and, and I'm open to do it, you know, whenever you'll have me back on. Yeah, well, we'll definitely talk about that off air, but I, I do appreciate that. Like I said, it was really great, and uh, I can't believe that we're just about out of time for tonight. Did you have any plugs <laughs> or anything that you wanted to put out there? A- anything, uh, anything you wanted to uh, to share with people? No, I mean the only thing I, I can really think of is you know I I belong to a, a great um, cigar lounge in Summers Point, Summers Point Cigar Lounge on Mays Landing <laughs> Road. Nice. I mean it's just a, okay. a great environment. It's BYOB. It's buy there, smoke there, but great group of guys, great group of people. It's not just guys. I mean, you know, there are there are women there as well. You know, but just a great environment. You know, we watch the football games down there on Sundays, and you know, they have events, they have live music every once in a while. Just just a great environment. It's time to relax. You know, grab a bourbon or a beer and, and, and a cigar and, and and just have a good time. I love it. That that sounds fantastic. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, well, I hope you guys enjoyed what you heard tonight because I, I intend to have Howard back uh, really, really in short order because this has been uh, absolutely tremendous. But uh, thank you, no, everybody, for checking time. out yeah. In the yeah, Room had a great tonight. Time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, everybody, for checking out In the Room this week. Thank you to all the callers that we had over the last two hours. Thank you to the, the greatest crew I could ever ask for, Howard. Thank you so much for the time. I'm trying to think. I don't have any wrestling stuff coming up, so uh, be sure to check out all the great things going on on VOCNation.com. Live and on-demand content just about every day of the week right there on the website. Just check it out, VOCNation.com. Everybody, be good to each other. Take care. I love you all very much. We'll talk real soon. Bye-bye.